got something for you. Hello, howdy. How is everybody doing? Welcome to the Roto Slappers Fantasy Baseball Podcast right here live exclusively on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Wherever you're watching, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, make sure you hit the like button and subscribe if you have not. Um, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, no matter wherever you're watching, we appreciate it and thank you. Welcome to the show. It is Monday. We are in what, week 10 of the fantasy baseball season? We have done this for like 13, 14 weeks in a row. That's pretty damn impressive, if I do say so myself. Um, and you know I'm not alone. The person who's been with me for the last three months doing all of this, you know him. Your index is left behind you. Because that's where the Rangers going to be. The Texas Ranger. Well, What's I should, up? as a, he, I, he, he, you have to hate that as an Astro fan, I know, but yeah, big yeah. Texas, it, big Texas, I'll say, in the house. It can kind of uh, throw you off a little bit. I'm not a Rangers fan, Astros fan through and through, but <laughs> you can call me the Texas Ranger. I'm cool with that, bro. <laughs> Anything to do with Chuck Norris, I'm good. <laughs> Week 10, we are still here. And, um, <laughs> I was looking at there's 11 weeks to go, I think, in the regular season for fantasy baseball still. So we've we've made it over the halfway point. We've done oh, this yeah. for everybody over the halfway point. So that is fantastic. Congratulations to you um, yeah. as well. And I figured this episode, like we talked, like I we said we were going to do last week, we will do a little bit of a, a rewind. Let's go back. Let's look at our let's take some victory laps. And then let's also just say whoops <laughs> and uh, let you know what we got wrong on this one because accountability is a good thing to do uh, for fantasy sports because a lot of you want to know what we were right on more than what we were wrong on. But yeah, you'll pick on us for what we're yeah. wrong on anyway more than what we were right on. So <laughs> I've wondered that many times uh, years in fantasy when I'd look look up at a you know so and so said to pick up this guy before the season draft this guy I'm like. And I've really never gone back and really looked at what these people like, how, how, how accurate they were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, week to week is you just you stick to the people you like and hopefully you stick with us and uh, we sure. get you we get you through the muddy water. Like yesterday, I took a victory. I took a made a post on Twitter because I took a nice little victory lap. Like if you had listened to me going into the draft. You might have been one and four. Like I was one and four in a league uh, for who I ended up drafting in that league. So, but if you stuck with us, we'll get you out. So if, if you if you did it yeah, and you kind of sure. and, and you rolled with us, we thank you. Let's ride to the playoffs now. But so I'll start this off with a little bit. We'll do the injuries, get that out of the way um, before, right. we, before we do some That's accountability awesome. on ourselves. So now I got we got something fun for the end. It's a surprise, though. I don't know if it's fun, but it's more of a surprise. It's an announcement more than anything else. So I don't, I'm not going to spoil it. Anyways, injuries. Aaron Judge hurt his big toe on Saturday out in the Crazy. field. Crazy. Uh, hopes did not go on the, I, the I.L. I have not seen an update on that. So if you, had, if you know anything, let me know. 
or comment on it. That one's that one sucks because he had just like reclaimed top spot rank number one for outfielder. So uh, mm-hmm. nobody likes that. After the world, we'll talk about the trade too. The, the worst Aaron Judge trade I'd ever seen in my entire life happened <laughs> in one of our leagues a long time ago. Uh, Nestor Cortez, what do you know? Another pitcher, left shoulder injury, headed to the 15-day IL. Ay, ay, ay. Um, more bad news for starting pitchers. It just doesn't get good, it seems, ever for them. Uh, Carlos Rodon, who's dealing with back stiffness and a left elbow strain, he resumed, thro- he resumed throwing from a bullpen mound uh, on Monday. So that's good. Yeah, uh, they're still they're saving them. They're saving them. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> there's no doubt about it. Uh, Brandon Lau, is it Lau? Yeah, he's Lau, right? Brandon Lau. They had three of them, so it's I think it's Josh Lowe and Brandon Lau, and right, and, <laughs> and then Nathaniel Lowe, right? I think that's right. I don't. Right, right. It's I don't tomato tomato. Uh, right. Brandon Lau. He was scratched from Sunday's uh, game there hours before first pitch and placed on the injured list with um, lower back inflammation. So that's not good. And that's in concerning. Backs are never, never, never good. Uh, mm. Wander Franco is back today. I can tell you that. Okay. Uh, heavily invested in Wander Franco. So good to see <laughs> him back out there today. Oh, Steven Strasburg. <laughs> yeah, he, I know. A lot of, it's a lot of who? Man. He 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 earned every part of that contract though for winning, helping them win that World Series. Uh, so he kind of sucks that he probably has not pitched since that World Series, but he was shut down again, regardless. Now for the rest of the season, he, who, I mean, I, we all he was shut down to begin with. The jokes wrote themselves on that one, but out of good taste, I did not want to go there. Right, right. Um, Xander Bogarts ailing left wrist that has bothered him for several weeks now. He was. Um, Lifted in the eighth inning on Saturday, actually. But he believes he can void a stint on the IL and play through it. So that's good. Although, I don't know, after that hot start, and, um, maybe he needs a little break. <laughs> uh, Jose Altuve, you can help me with this one because this one scares me. I hate obliques. Nothing scares me more than an oblique injury. on planet. Back in obliques. The oblique could linger so long but apparently he's going to play wednesday right mm-hmm. okay so that's uh altuve is gonna if there's any player on the planet earth that can push their way into a lineup it'll be altuve so <laughs> i mean that could be a good thing we'll see <laughs> well he's been good since yeah. he uh, came back he, he's just a good player i'm just saying um, i'm hoping i'm hoping it's not something scary hunter green his start was moved back to june 11th that sucks um because of right hip stiffness. Votto began a rehab assignment with AAA on Saturday, went over for four. Um, yeah. <sighs> we want to see. they got some young, exciting hitters coming up in that system oh, yeah. to go with I'm the young, talking. exciting hitters they have now. So that's who we want to see. You know, we, we said it before. Christian and Karznasi on Strand. That's who we want to see in Cincinnati. Uh Gunnar Henderson, lower back soreness. He exited Saturday's game and held out of the lineup Sunday. I have not caught up if he is an update there, so that's something to go over, although he might be part of the the show a little bit later. Your boy, Trace Thompson, strained his oblique 
<laughs> during his uh his pinch hit appearance in the seventh inning, and he's going on the aisle. See what I mean about oblique though? Like yeah. the oblique is just a nasty injury, and it never, never, ever takes like a day to get over, a couple days to get over. It could be an IL stint that goes months. I've seen with oblique, so scary stuff. Uh, Julio Urias. He threw 25 to 30 pitch bullpen session off a mound at Dodger Stadium on Saturday. He's going to do it again on Tuesday. So good news there. Hopefully that progresses. Um, Joey Gallo back on the IL now with a left hamstring strain. He had been playing through the hamstring strain now for about a week. Uh, had a setback going back to the IL. Uh, Carlos Correa, plantar fasciitis. I well, I hate that. That's another injury that's nasty at times for you, especially with that guy. There. I know XBA with him too. Um, and, and Byron Buxton with rib soreness. Sore, he just has soreness everywhere. Another guy, uh, both remaining out of the lineup on Sunday. Uh, Anthony Rondon coming back from the IL on Tuesday. Willie Adamas experiences no more con- concussion symptoms, so that's good. Um, and his rehab assignment, so he could return to the Brewers as early as Thursday against the Orioles. Um, Luis Urias is slated to rejoin the Major League team for the start of the homestand against the Orioles, too. So that's pretty good. Uh, Brandon Woodruff expected back. All-star breakish is kind of what the new pushback had been there. Um, Chris Sale placed on the 15-day. A lot of injuries this week again. Chris Sale placed on the 15-day injured list on Friday with shoulder inflammation after his start against the Reds, and that's not good. Um, O'Neill Cruz news. He will be out of a walking boot and into a normal shoe starting next week. But, yeah, I wouldn't count on that being good for fantasy anytime soon still. Uh, they're still saying, I think, like, far. It's far. It's uh, uh, end of July, August sometime. Yeah, that's still a little way to go then. Cody Bellinger, left knee contusion, resumed taking batting practice on the field and began running and agility work during the weekend series. So. That's good. Uh, the center field, he hopes to be back sometimes this month. Uh, Justin Steele, oh boy. Man, it's like <laughs> when it rains, it pours. He, he, let's just hope that the, re, the re, if you appear on the regression monster on this show, it doesn't start a trend that you get hurt because that's not, yeah. what we are not hoping for that one to be the case. Uh, no. But now he goes on the 15 day IO uh, with forearm strain. And if there's anything, oh man, look. They say it's a mild strain, but nothing scares anybody more than a forearm strain. So, yikes. Yeah, especially, man, that's, <laughs> that's bad stuff. Ahmed Rosario left Saturday's game against the Twins. He has left knee soreness, uh, was out Sunday. Let's see, anything else? Nah, not too other. I go through their page, not too much other news and notes. So, there we go for news and notes. Some good, some bad. Always pitchers getting them. Yeah. I mean, they are really the running backs. So it's that people. time of year, too, man. It's the dog days. Of, well, not quite the dog days of summer, but it's getting really close to it. So, All right, we'll but, do this quickly. We will do this quickly um, so we can get to the accountability. But we'll do, we'll run through it real quick because it is Monday, and I'm sure there are maybe like one person out there that wants to see it. The good, the bad, 
and the ugly. Uh, we do have a comment too before I get into that from David Samuel, the Haitian American. Uh, you'll see right here. What a way! What a way to win for the New York Yankees defeating the Los Angeles Dodgers. I'm sure. So well, I'm guessing he's talking about last night, right? That yeah. Was I that think was the fun. Dodgers took the series, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Hmm. But I did watch that. It was a fun game last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. You want me to start? You want to start? Uh, it, it's fine. Uh, I'll start, man. I'll start. Uh, good. I'm going Cincinnati. Just the, the rookies they're bringing up. It's just fun for baseball, man. They're bringing up somebody I'll talk about, or they did. I'll talk about a little later, Andrew Abbott, starting pitcher. Uh, and Matt McClain still at second base. And Ellie's coming. Ellie's coming soon. So, to me, that's fun stuff. That, that, that's my good. My good. Um, do you know who the number one pitcher in fantasy baseball is? Man, I don't. Is it not Garrett Cole? It is not Garrett Cole. I know. I know he's injured now. So, <laughs> but who is it? <laughs> so my oh, good. Wait. I do know actually. No, you go for it though. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, I somehow I'd forgotten. But. Big autistic fan of the Marlins, Mets, Blue Jays, Dodgers, Reds, and Yankees. I love. <laughs> I. Lo- I love the Marlins. I love the Blue Jays. Two fun, exciting teams for me. I love what the Reds are doing. Um, a lot of fun. I just call them up because they have a lot of fun, exciting players coming up, especially to go with some of those exciting pitchers that they have. Yeah. Yankees, man, Mets. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because it's a New York thing. But yeah. I do like Mets, some of these teams too. Mets, Mets should be fun this season. I'm still waiting on it. But uh, that, that's love that you're a big baseball fan, man. Thanks for tuning in, David. Really yeah, appreciate it. I love it. We are the, this guy. Oh, over here. <laughs> he's he's the Ken Burns here, too. So he's going to love that you're a big, big baseball fan. You want to chat for hours? He'll chat with you for hours about it. Definitely a fan <laughs> of that. But, yeah, Nathan Avaldi is the number one pitcher in fantasy baseball right now in points scoring. Yeah. He, he has overcome that. Yeah, he's nasty. Nate is. He's back. And Fuego <laughs> at this point. Oh, yeah, he's back. Back. I don't even better than ever. At this point, I'm get like, I'm not sure you can even say he's back. This might be the best start he's ever had. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and it just so happened I was facing him this week. I won't mention who I was going oh, against. Me. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had you and I have a knack for entering Sunday, always close or tied. It's always a few points apart, and it could always go either way on that day. And we both had, I had Nasty Nate, which ended up being the. The, the, the factor of that matchup because we both oh, had yeah. monster offensive days so he, he put uh, up some it wasn't easy that was when something you lose yeah bad let it, you want to go, right. go for it my bad so this isn't quite major league baseball now i'd actually saved this just a few weeks back not because i don't hate the guy obviously but i mean there was some tension with trevor bauer before but uh, I, I saw his uh, his third uh, start over an NPV, uh, two inning pitch, eight hits, seven earned runs, a base on ball, one K, and sixty nine pitches. That was back to back starts with seven runs allowed. So, 
It's been, I looked it up and he, he's evened out some, you know, that was just two bad starts, but um, I had saved that to say on my bed and I never got to use it. So there you go. I was going to bring up uh, old Trevor Bauer. Think about how many of us would have drafted him, how high he would have gone probably, you know, but yeah, although I was not, so he's perfect in a segue to the, for Dylan C's for me <laughs> because he's, he, I went, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but he kind of was in that, he fell in that same category. So I might have not drafted him as high as others would have drafted him. But he would have went, yeah, he would have went high. Like I know somebody who took Dylan Cease in the second round. I'm not not even you. This is the second round. <laughs> my bad. Yeah, my my bad is Michael Harris. Um whew. his counter not his counterpart, but the guy that was debated. <laughs> Early on, before the season started, and we were doing ADP, and we did the live mocks and stuff like that. He was starting to get taken before the guy that we'll talk about later, but rough start. Michael Harris has a 40-weighted runs created plus. 40. Like, 60 points below league average. Uh, he has negative war on the season. So, yeah, not a very, very good start for him. It's just been pretty bad out there. I know he got hurt, so it takes a little bit to – shake off that especially if you play through it but he's just been bad very bad so that's my bad all right so uh yeah i'll have to bring up michael harris i'll have to you know take a little dive on that one but uh (laughs) you were the well that was your guy uh yeah i was on him but uh so ugly and remember people when i bring up players in the ugly sometimes even the bad this it, it's it reverses their curse, so we'll see how this goes. And oh, I don't really yeah. want to reverse this curse too much. <laughs> I don't want to reverse this curse too much, actually, because it's in the Stroh's division. It's an entire team. I'm talking about the Mariners and their strikeouts. I don't know if you've seen this. Top five batters and strikeouts in the majors. Four of them are for the Mariners. I saw this on a meme so i'm not 100 percent. so maybe it's just al but this is how it goes leading the strikeouts to oscar hernandez with 80 then suarez below him with 71 then anthony volpe the shortstop for the yankees is third then julio rodriguez was 70 and then jared kelenic was 70. so i did not fact check that <laughs> maybe i should have I just thought it was interesting, and I thought it was really ugly. Might turn your season around right there, Mariners, for you. I might have uh, reversed your curse. Let's see. I should have been doing this while you were talking. Yeah, it might, it might, it might just be the AL leaders. I don't know. I just saw that meme just earlier today, and I was like, oh, wow, that is ugly. <laughs> Strikeouts. Yeah, well, Kalenic – I'm just looking at K rate, K percents right now, fan graphs. Yeah, they, they got a few guys that have a high K rate. So that, that could be true. So that could that, that could actually lead you into waivers, you know, picking up some pitchers going against them if you want to get some strikeouts at least, you know. It sucks, though, because Jared yeah. Kalenic, that was the big thing with him. We Weeks ago, when you're trying to waive, like when you're trying to weigh the breakout, is it is it real, is it fake, is it real, is it fake? That's a big part of it. 
mm-hmm. and like a Jared Kalenic survive a 32% K rate. And it gets hard. It's we we've done this now. Oh man, I feel like it's it's just been exhausting. Week after week, I think I go through the guys that the only the, the five people that have maintained a 30% K rate for the last few seasons, right? The list ain't great. It's Joey Gallo, right? That's it. Um, so that's not who you're really gunning to be. So you want to get that K rate under 30%. You just, you just do Uh swinging strike percent. We can go through the, those other things, but the K rate is just the, the generic version of that. or the generic stats you use. And yeah, I mean, Kalenic has a 131 weighted runs plus with the 30, with a 32% K rate. So doing well for it right now, but can yeah, hold up. But yeah, so my bad. Uh, what do we? Oh, we're on ugly. I do this every. I forget ugly every <laughs> damn week. I forget about ugly. Um, my ugly is not a bad ugly. It is a good ugly. My ugly because sometimes ugly is just nasty, right? Just nasty. And my it's George Kirby for me. He had that bad start. Was it two weeks ago? Yeah, because we did the Memorial Day show last weeks. Two weeks ago, we said I think he had a rough start, and we were like, go get him. Like mm-hmm. this is the time go go make that trade because I still he's very undervalued to me when you talk to people when it, in in trade scenarios and then he goes out and just dominates the Yankees. This guy now well his K rate is um, K per nine is over nine. Um, it's it's climbing so that's good but the walks less than one walk um, per nine innings dude that's insane. You that's hard to do. It's Maddox um, territory, like you were saying, man. It is, we, it, you it's sent Maddox. that to me. It's Maddox <laughs> territory right there. You sent that to me. I was like, well, he's right. And when you <laughs> he, he's too young to so when you ask him like, who's your favorite pitcher and who do you try to be and uh, mold yourself after, he doesn't tell you Maddox because he's too young for that. His favorite pitcher when he growing coming up was uh, Justin Verlander. Oh. Not a, not a bad one to pick. <laughs> no, not a bad one to pick. But, yeah, George Kirby, whew, man, he just – he throws strikes, and he puts them right on the corner everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so That graphic you sent me was nuts, dude. Yeah, Pitching Ninja posted it. So if you go check out the Pitching Ninja Twitter page, he's awesome to follow anyways if you enjoy pitching. Uh, probably the best follow for pitching out there. Uh, uh, Lance Berdowski also is a really good follow for pitching. He goes through like their everything about them from spin rates, arm angle, everything that they change. So two two really good pitching follows, and that's kind of kind of what we use here as we gauge this. So you can see the tools that we use, and we'll give them to you as we go about this. But uh, yes, yeah, but go check out that graphic because it's it's awesome and it's insane. He does it's top inside outside, but he's putting it right there the entire time it's so. a pretty picture it's a pretty picture especially like pitching yep okay we do have one okay two weeks in a row oh no oh no oh. he's back the regression monster has popped his head out. You know my rules, though. It's got to be two starts, right? Two starts, two bad starts. Welcome, welcome to the party, Bryce Miller. Mm. <laughs> 15, 
He has given up 15 earned runs in his last seven innings pitched. So last two starts, whew, pretty bad. His ERA in the season now is 446. Hmm. Yeah. That, did, we, did we see that regression coming? Oh, we saw it coming. He it's like he somehow managed to he somehow managed to just play like Detroit, Oakland, over and over. It was just he was getting all these cake matchups to start, and then he gets Texas in New York, and it all went downhill. Uh-huh. Yeah. So regression monster caught up to Bryce Miller. So we got Steve. Eventually, they'll all get there. I don't know. Um, I just don't know how. Is, is he still here? Let's look at it right now. Just real, real quick. Then we'll get moving here. Yeah, so it's 248. It's, an, it's, it's insane. Bryce Elder still has an, or 192 is his ERA this season. Bryce Elder. I don't know how he's, he. that's just magic. It's voodoo. He's got a voodoo dial that he uses before he he goes out there. Uh, so he's, he's the one I keep predicting is going to be uh, on this next. But there we go. Regression monster. Two weeks in a row. Fun stuff. All right. Let's do some accountability. And then we'll get into your waivers. And then the announcement. All right. All right. So you could start. Let it rip. You want to get we'll start with we want to go with the good or the bad first. Do you want to you want to make this a shitty start or a positive one? Let's do positive. Positive start. Why, why don't Why don't you start so I can so I can see where you're going exactly so I can. Uh, okay, we can do little, that. So mine might be the way I'm going about it. It's probably a little bit different than what you're doing. I can start. It don't matter. I, don't I was going. It's. I was going to look at. Uh, so my top ten players going into the season. I'll read them off in this right. order: Ronald Acuna Jr., Trey Turner, Aaron Judge, Kyle Tucker. Jose Ramirez, Shohei, Jordan Alvarez, Mookie Betts, Vlad Jr., and Juan Soto. Out of all that, I mean, one I, I Trey Turner definitely shouldn't be number two. Uh, I mean, other than that, <laughs> the the two the two guys that I could you could really knock me on. Oh man, Dylan Cease, which. The two guys I'm going to talk about, you can knock me on. Mr. Streets over here, he told me stay away from him. I did not take his advice. Dylan Cease, I had number 24. And guess right behind him, I had Mr. Michael Harris. So 24 and 25, not so good. Uh, Also, I had Jacob DeGrom at 15. Not great, not great. (laughs) But, you know, we kind of knew the injury there. Uh, I had... You know, one thing I I, I did say, uh, uh, J-Rod, Julio Rodriguez, I didn't quite trust it yet, all right? You know what? He's not horrible this season, right? But I had him number 11 all, out of all, I, I, and I feel like that's probably where he should be. I don't think he should be in the top five like some people have. I had him. I had him number 11. Hey, season ain't over. Last season – is the second half of the seasons when he took over. That's when he totally just he turned into J Rod. Um, I did have Mike Trout at thirteen. I should have had him higher. Uh, Pete Alonso at sixteen. 
I mean, he he's my second first baseman I have on here behind Vlad, but I had Pete Alonso probably should have been a little higher. Bobby Wood Jr. at 17 probably should have had a little bit lower than that. Um, I had Sandy Alcantara at 21. He probably could have dropped a little lower. I had Boba Shed at 23. I could have put him higher, and I debated that. I, I, I debated that a lot. But, uh, uh, I mean, other than that, I had some guy. I mean, I should have had Cedric Mullintyre. had him at 47. Come on, <laughs> Uh, I did have my boy Fromber at forty-five. I think I think I, I could actually have him higher, man. He he did not. He's not too bad, man. He's doing all right. Luis Robert at thirty-four might seem a little high right now, but he he's he started to turn it on. You know, I'm not sure that seems high at all anymore after the yeah. May. Adolis <laughs> Garcia at thirty-eight. I mean that he he could uh he could be a little bit higher. Uh. Alec Manoa at 48, probably should not even made the top 50. Uh, no, he shouldn't have made the top 50. <laughs> I had Raphael Devers at 27. That's way too low. Should have him, should have had him higher. Uh, Marcus Simeon, your boy, had him at 33. Just didn't have that name click for me. I should have had him higher. I should have had him higher, man. I, I, I'll, uh, you know, got to own up to that. Uh, man. Randy Rosarena at 41. Should have had him higher. I got Carlos Rondon on here. I don't even know if he should be on here. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but other than that, uh, I'm still feeling good about my uh, – we, we did our fantasy league in, our fantasy league uh, picks, and a fantasy MVP, a fantasy Cy Young, fantasy rookie of the year, fantasy comeback player of the year. If you guys listen, uh, you know, Mr. Streets calls me, you know, Ken Burns Jr. or whatever. This is why. One of the reasons, because I write all this stuff down, man. I got papers upon papers upon papers. So <laughs> I keep all this stuff, and that's that's the only reason I was able to find him. And I, I looked at the end of my table. I'm like, okay, I know I wrote all a bunch of stuff. But I still feel pretty good about my fantasy league. Uh, you pit. I'm surprised yeah. I don't have a typewriter. Yeah, <laughs> man. So for MVP, I picked Acuna, and I had said maybe um, uh, J. Ram Ramirez, third baseman for Cleveland. But I, I went with Acuna Jr. For the Cy, I had Garrett Cole. For the Rookie of the Year, I had Corbin Carroll. And come back at my boy Ozzy Alves. I still feel pretty good about all these. Um, I don't. I can't think of anybody besides Albies right now who's having a comeback year. There could, there's a possible possibility. And Corbin Carroll, I mean, there's so many rookies right now. I still feel good about him though, man. The, the, the guy's solid. <laughs> I'm so, glad you went. I didn't go back and look at. I'm not even going to revisit the my predictions for like MVP, World yeah. Series, Cy Young, and stuff. I'm going to forget that net never happened. Yeah, those, those were my fantasy. We're going to throw that away. Into an abyss. <laughs> I, with the sh with Tim, I did that one before the season started, and I'm gonna. We're just gonna erase that from mankind. <laughs> it's gone. It's off. It's off the internet now. Speaking of the, uh, the, the man himself, what is going on, Timmy? Thank you for, as usual, tuning in. Yeah. So I didn't. You know, I rankings. I tiered before the season started more than rank. And then the rankings mm -hmm. came out po like after the season kind of started, and they kind of the, the rankings. If you there was a meme for 
Um, you know the floating, this like the drowning meme. How it's like the the mom's throwing the baby in the pool. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's like a skeleton on the bottom of the pool, like dead. <laughs> That's the my fantasy baseball rankings that I have to get back to update. I got to do like a midseason update for those, but fo- I've been so football oriented with rankings that uh they've taken a little hit so they i uh, wrote streets at roto slappers is now the sinking meme for baseball <laughs> but i'll get back to that and we'll get it fixed so I, I went back and looked at tears and i looked mm-hmm. at my tears and then i went i wrote the the breakout and bust article um and then we talked about stuff on the pod so i kind of just threw my head tried to remember things that we did um and yeah i'll start with pitching that was uh before I start with pitching, oh, here comes Tim to give us his weekly update for fantasy, for the fantasy league. And he got killed this week. He lost by three hundred. That's a, that's quite a bit. That's quite yeah, a bit of points there, Tim. Three hundred. <laughs> My contact is falling out. It's always late at night. I gotta start. I'm gonna start wearing glasses. Here's something a little bit late at night. My <laughs> eyes like dry up. But um, the week I needed Tim to win, we all like we we needed you to pull that one out. Uh, of course, that it doesn't happen. You can go ahead and lose this week, Tim, by the way. I don't know who you're playing, but you can lose. <laughs> I do know who you're playing. It's me. Oh, you guys are playing, huh? <laughs> yeah. This will be it'll be fun next Monday now. Um, so yeah, bust. What I got right, what I got wrong. Never mind. I will start with starting pitching. I screamed from a mountaintop on Dylan Cease. So that one I definitely have gotten right. Um I told you 10k per nine. Th- guys are great but if any guys that give you three plus walks per nine just the the overall results could just vary and they bounce around a lot and and that's kind of what dylan cease has given you in a nutshell this season he's bounced around a lot uh he never stood out as the as the true like fan he could be a fantasy ace in roto because of the strikeouts for you and i was okay with that but it wasn't a points league darling for me uh he started coming around. My breakout was Hunter Green. That one was starting to come around, but now he gets a little banged up. His kids yeah. start to push back. I, you got me on Framber. I, I was dead wrong on uh, Sandy Alcantara. That one kind of killed me. I had him as a top three pitcher. I put him in what top twenty of overall players. So that one you guys can blame on me because that hasn't been so good. Uh, Corbin Burns is a mess too. <laughs> so I got those ones wrong, but I'm, I'm, I'll take the Dylan Cease victory lap. At least the other, the, at least like a few, when you were right, you were right. <laughs> like that was, that. <laughs> so we're just going to forget about the other ones. We'll focus on Dylan Cease for a bit. Cause that was the one I got right. What else have I gotten wrong? All right. Yeah, we Cedric Mullins and Michael Harris was an interesting topic. They were just going, and the reason, excuse me, the reason was because they were ranked so close together, and they were right in that same range for outfielders. Mm-hmm. Uh, Schwarber has also been pretty bad. He's going to go. We talked about him, but he's in that Michael. I, I still think Michael Harris injury has an excuse and could have a much better second half, and I'm sure Schwarber also has a much better second half. But both of them really are have been bad and I'll, I'll take the loss on Schwarber, uh, but I'll take the Michael Harris one. And the only reason is because Cedric Mullins for some reason was going like over a round later in ADP. And it was just mind boggling why he was going so much later than some of these other outfielders were 
when you can have a better outfielder two rounds later. So that one, I'll take the victory. Yeah. That one. Uh, what I got wrong, I'm other, I got wrong. Uh, Jordan Alvarez. I didn't have him as a, he's been a first round hitter uh, oh, yeah. for you. And I had him in the second round and I had him, I had him paired with Mike Trout and I, it's more because he doesn't steal bases. So, but his bat has been there and he's been every probably ounce of worth being a first round draft pick for those who had him there. So that one, yeah, I'll take that loss right again. I'm, I had the right was Matt Olson. Mm-hmm. Matt, Ol- Matt Olson was going way too early, and I don't, I never could figure out why Matt Olson was going. There. And people were eating up Matt Olson shares in the top forty picks, and I kept telling you, like uh, Nathaniel, Nathaniel Lowe, you can get 40, 50 picks after him, and Your I boy, think, yeah, yeah, like, and they're going to be the same player in fantasy baseball this season. And sure enough, they pretty much have been the same player. They're like four or five points apart, and uh, Matt Olson K rate was the big thing, and I was. I never bought the 16.8% K rate in 2021. Uh, just never bought into it. And this season, the K rate, 29.7%. So he's back up there pretty bad. That, that means the batting average, like expected batting average is 234 him right now. So he's a good player. He just was going too early. He's not in the same category as like a Vlad to me or like the – so I'll take the the win on that one. Uh, I'll give you Ozzy Albies. Yeah, because I got that one wrong. I th- I had him way down when it came to um, second yeah. base. You got me. On that. I even wrote him. He was in my bust. I had him in my bust article. I just uh, found I my bust. So that <laughs> was kind of. I um. My breakout at shortstop. I told you. Wander Franco, I said go do it. That's the guy you want to get <laughs> at shortstop. That, that, so uh, that might be my fa- your, my favorite uh, pick of yours, Wander. Uh, your favorite, whatever, however you want to put it. Your uh, man, you you are all over Wander, and bro, everybody wants a share of Wander now, <laughs> like that. Yeah, what's going on, Graydon? What's up, bro? Thank Appreciate you. you tuning in, man. You are the man, Graydon. I'm You're not. the man. You are the man. Check out Graydon stuff too, by the way. Uh, breaks down movies for you every week. Awesome. Good stuff. Gets the nerd out of me to flow in here. <laughs> and I, sometimes I don't know what I'm talking about, but uh, he guides me through it. Yeah. So Wander, I told you, throw out all the analytics. He's going to be, he's just an MVP, probably a future MVP. So that one I'll take the, uh, I that one I'll take the victory lap on. I got Bobby Witt wrong. I did not like him. He still has issues. His on-base percentage is well under 300 for the year, but he's still the fourth-ranked shortstop. So, like, he puts up everything that you need. Even in points leagues, he's the fourth-ranked shortstop with such yeah. a bad OBP. So I got that one wrong. He's just a, That's pretty crazy, he's a fantasy. I, I know. he Another guy that just does it and I, without the logical statistics backing him up to do so. So, uh, yeah. So those are some of the – the ones I got right, some of the ones I got wrong, but I think we've done pretty well. I think we've guided people. We've told you who to sell. We've been ahead of everybody. Um, yep. All the regression monsters. So as, as I go back and check my my work and proofread it here, I think we've done pretty well. Uh, breakout Andrew Vaughn. We both had Andrew Vaughn as a breakout. 
not really been that great, but um, he hasn't been bad uh, per se. <laughs> I cannot find my breakouts. I found my bust. But <laughs> who'd you have? Uh, Brandon Nemo, Tyler O'Neill, Hunter Green, Brian Reynolds, and O'Neill Cruz. I had all of them as bust. So we had. Brian that's Nemo. right. I forgot. We, you and I, had the difference. I had Hunter Green. You had Nick Lodolo. We took yeah. each took a different one there. But uh, Reynolds, not a bust. But how high he was getting taken, I don't know. I mean, he he had a good start to the season. We did put him on, you know, trade him while you can. And O'Neill Cruz definitely wasn't a bust whenever he started the season. And I'm not going to put a bust on somebody because of an injury. He he looked great. So I was, you know, and Hunter yeah. Green was not bad. He wasn't quite a – he wasn't a stud, but he wasn't a bust. Uh, Tyler O'Neill, yeah. Brandon Nimmo, eh. <laughs> He's been – Brandon Nimmo's been okay. Yeah, yeah. Eh. He was – it was a roto thing more than a, a points league thing. Yeah. yeah. Where you, he's probably always been more – better in a points league format for the type of player that he is. Yeah, I had – I went back and even looked at my tiers. Let's see. This is where it gets. By the way, it, this is all live for you to go look at, too. You can go right now to bloodlinenetwork.com as usual. Go to the website. Awesome stuff every single day. Um, Tim kills it on putting it all up there and making it look super, super pretty. So thank you for doing all of that. But you can find all of the Roto Slapper stuff right there, bloodlinenetwork.com. You can go back and look at the fantasy busts and breakouts. You can go back to fantasy tiers. You can go back and look at just everything. It's all there for you for fantasy baseball needs. And now we will have a, a rankings update. So as we get to midseason here with about 11 weeks to go in the fantasy baseball season. Yeah, there's nothing. Jose, yeah, Jose Abreu we had. And I had him tier three with Lowe and Pascantino. That one not. <laughs> that one's not pinning out for either of us. <laughs> No, I did have I, – I had Marcus Simeon as my number one second baseman, and I said he was an easy top 20 pick this year. Um, Nail on the head. So that one's working out well. Jose Altuve, even though he was hurt. I did have Trey Turner as my number one overall player. In all the fantasy baseball, I think. Right? So hey. – for, for In Roto, though. That was a Roto format. I had Trey Turner. Points leagues, I did not. But, yeah, the, it has not panned out – in roto for him not so much now i mean that that uh what was it the grant the the world baseball classic even got a little more hype on trey yeah. trey was already going to be up there but then you know uh anyway I had juan soto was my number one points league player so that one hasn't back he's been pretty he he got back on track so i'll take that the only thing about boba has been good but he does not run so like i think he's a he getting he's really good not hating on him uh, but uh, Bo might be more of like a points league type guy now, right? Yeah, I, I'm surprised. I thought he'd steal more bases. I really did. Yeah, I don't think he's ever going to run again. He's had three stolen bases so far on the season. So, but everything else has been good. He's hitting 332. Yeah, it's a guy, home run, so he's, he's been really, really he's good. a hit machine. Man. I had Bo too low, but either way, Adam is my third rank. I guess on that one, I can't even one I got. Yeah, we've been pretty good. Third base kind of shaked out like we thought. I had Gunner at eight, that one. But the price that you were getting him, 
at that point is not really a loss. Like these are, I'm just trying to find things that I would have screwed you on, like in top 50, top 60 picks. Which yeah, it, I got I, my stop here. Jordan, I would have screwed you on because I would not have taken him where all of you were taking him at. Yeah. Otherwise, other oh, yeah, we've done pretty good. I'm gonna pat yeah. ourselves on the back here. Yeah. We did. Good job, my friend. Good job. If you listen to the Rose Slappers, we have guided you pretty damn well through the season. Yeah, turn and your listening ears on, man. Turn them on. Listen up. I think the biggest props I could give is I was one and four, and I've stuck to everything that I've said and everything, like the players that I like and the players that we should use, and it's worked. And we got back to five, to five and four. So keep fighting. It's never over. Keep going the good fight, man. <laughs> good fight. All right. So. Now that we've done a little bit of accountability check on R and uh, Blake, you know what it's time for for you, right? You, you, it's 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 your waiver wire, buddy. Who are you doing for the people? Who you adding? Adam while they're hot. Adam while they're hot, bro. All right, so to add one, hold on, hold on. Before you get into that, that was super cheesy. I get it, but I had to use the karaoke version of that song. Because I didn't want the whole audio to this podcast to be removed yeah, off yeah, like yeah. YouTube for copyright. So I went and found that version, which no, is I'm a... <laughs> it's I don't it sounds like an alien singing. Oh man! So yeah, <laughs> somebody to add while he's out right now. I brought him up maybe two weeks ago. Uh, Mr. Nolan Jones of Colorado outfielder. He's only 1.8% owned. His last seven, he's slashing 368, 368, saying he don't walk too much, but 632. But uh, this week, he's playing in Colorado six games, three against San Francisco, three against San Diego. I didn't check the exact pitching, but, hey, man, keep an eye on him. Adam Weiss, if, you, if, you're, uh, if, you, if you're doing, like I say, stream one outfielder in a four outfielder league, hey, that, that's your ad right there. Uh, some of these other guys I got right now, uh, batting wise, they are somewhat of. All right, so you'll see what I mean. Willie Castro, he got outfield third base eligibility for the Twins, five point five percent owned uh, since May sixteenth. He's batting three fifty two with three homers, seven RBIs, and nine stolen bases. His last few games have not been great, but I. I, I I, I think he's somebody you could take a chance on just to add him while he's hot. All right. Uh, so this is somebody that I would say just keep an eye on is Zach McKentry. He's got third base, second base outfield eligibility for Detroit Tigers, 12.1% owned. So like I said, his last seven, not great. But for the season, he has four homers, 10 RBIs, and 10 stolen bases, slashing 278, 384, 424. He has 11 extra base hits. All right. So deeper leagues, you can check this guy out. Another guy, man, if you didn't hear, he's coming back up, or he is back up, Mr. Jordan Walker, third base, outfield eligibility, 31.1% owned. Once again, last seven, not great, but we know what he can do. He's got the power-speed combo. Wait it out if you can afford to. Pick him up and wait it out if you can afford to, all right? You heard it here. Hey, so, we, we, I'll, I'll add one tidbit in. I dropped Brett Beatty for Jordan Walker, so – I saw that and I was like, man, how bad is Brett Beatty doing? Not him, that good. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 part of the reason. 
Well, I kind of do. Yeah. Like he just hasn't been. I, I held on as long as I could, but. And, so. I, and I messed up. On, I, I was offered Francisco Alvarez for Brett Beatty trade earlier in the season. And I said no. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> as Tim says. <laughs> so my pitching ads this week. All right. So these first couple, I will say, uh, just maybe add them for a start. I don't. The definitely the first one. I don't know. You can check them out. I'd add it for a start right here. Zach Grinky, Kansas City, 5.3% owned. His last four starts, less than two earned runs, and he's pitched at least five innings in all. So points leaking, he's going to get you some positive points. That's hard to find these days on the waiver wire. And, uh, who, man, I can't remember who he's facing this. Oh, yeah, Tuesday. Ivan. Thank you, buddy. What's going on, bro? Uh, appreciate you. What's up, Professor? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Zach Greinke's Tuesday is going up against Miami. That that's a good matchup, you know. He's not going to get you a whole bunch of K's. A points league, you know, he he's going to get you positive points. It's hard to find you on the find on the waiver wire right now. Clark Schmidt for the New York Yankees, four point four percent owned. His last uh, outing against Seattle, he went five point two innings, uh, zero earned runs. He had seven strikeouts. He's facing the White Sox Tuesday, which that could be, um, you don't know. You don't know, really. <laughs> mm-hmm. But if you're willing to take a take a chance, I'd take a chance on Clark Schmidt. Cue in the take a chance, take a chance, take a chance. Anyway, <laughs> my last guy here I talked about earlier, I'd pick him up and keep him, man. Just see what he does for sure. Andrew Abbott, Cincinnati, they brought him up 6.1, 6.7% on. He was leading the minor leagues with 90 strikeouts and 54 innings, the 250 ERA. Today he pitched. He pitched 5.1 innings. He gave up one hit, zero earned runs, and five Ks. All right. I go ahead and grab him. Oh, he might have a bump in the road here, here, there. You know, he's, uh, I believe he's 24 years old. Hold on to him. Pitching's thin, friends. Pitching is thin, thin, my fantasy league friends. Hold on to him. And uh, that, that's my uh, waivers for the week. Good stuff. You know what to do out there. Blake tells you every – follow him on Twitter too because he tells you what to do exactly on Twitter. I'm just going to see how many times I could play that cheesy-ass clip in this segment <laughs> uh, over and over. But good stuff, Blake. Thank you for doing waivers there. Um, now, before we do a sign-off – before we get into the other stuff, I just want are you are you ready? You ready? Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. We have br- we have a breaking news here. And huge. Uh, the Bloodline Entertainment Network, not Rotoslippers, the Bloodline Entertainment Network, which you're seeing down there. Um, yeah, so Blake and myself will be doing an audio exclusive, audio only, so you, which you could find Rotoslappers on, you could find everything on too from the Bloodline Entertainment Network. So whether you use Apple or an Android or anything like that, you can go get it. You can find the audio version only. We Blake just learned this like a week ago. <laughs> but anyways, it's an audio only baseball podcast uh, called Extra Innings. 
because uh, we're going to record it after the Roto Slapper. So Blake came up with it. It's clever because we are doing some extra innings then for baseball. So it will be audio only, and it will not be about fantasy baseball. It will be baseball in general. Like tonight when we record, Blake had brought this question up on a Twitter post, so we're going to discuss that to begin with. Uh, who was who's prime? Who would have been better if they didn't get hurt? Basically, was it Mickey Mantle or Ken Griffey Jr.? So we'll talk Mick, we'll talk Griffey, and we're going to talk some underrated pitchers to, to round that out. But it will be audio only, exclusively on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. So with that being said, we are wrapped up here on Roto Slappers Fantasy Baseball. Thank you all for tuning in. Do not go anywhere, though, because our guy, uh, Mike Niro is going to take over. Uh, the network here, and you're going to do a little bit of raw main event. Raw dogging it with De Niro will be here. Um, there will, I don't I don't think they'll be gaming with the bloodline tonight, but I do know we do have raw dogging with De Niro, uh, so the raw main event. So you better stick around and stay tuned for that, and just stick around all week in general. Blake, once again, you can tell them where to find you now. Man, I am on Twitter at Big. TX baseball, big Texas baseball, big TX baseball. Look me up. Give me a follow. I'll follow you back. Uh, I don't think, well, there's been a couple who follow me. I didn't follow back because I was very sketchy about who these people were. <laughs> anyway, it's uh, I'll, I'll drop you a, a few, drop it wise. So I'll drop, drop you some waiver wires throughout the week. Pick up somebody to just pick up and stream for the week. Uh, outfield wise, every once in a while, I'll throw an infielder in there. And uh, so far, I've been kind of nailing them. I, I hate to pat myself on the back. Actually, I don't. It feels good. I've been nailing a few of them, all right? So uh, check me out on Twitter. Uh, much love to the Bloodline Network. My boy Tim King and all everybody out there that tuned in, we thank you. Yeah, thank you, as usual, for tuning in. Um, we do appreciate it. We I say it every week from the bottom of our heart. Uh, thank you for tuning in. and. Hopefully you see the accountability that we take here at Roto Slappers when we talk fantasy baseball. And hopefully now you see that we've helped you more than we probably hurt you. Uh, and you should be doing fairly well in your fantasy leagues or, you, or we should have helped you climb out of holes. You know where to find me. That's at Streets of Don uh, on Twitter. Best way to do it. You can even, we do have now in a, a, we have a Facebook group too that you should be wanting to go join. It's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to see a lot wow. of fantasy football polls, baseball stuff, uh, a lot of interaction, not not sharing links and things like that. So it'll be it'll be interaction type things to do. So it's going to be fun. So you're going to want to go to the Facebook group and join the Bloodline Entertainment Facebook group. Uh, we had some like I had asked some fantasy football questions today. Graydon was asking about Transformers. Uh, Devin, as usual, posting Roman Reigns stuff. Um, <laughs> so it'll be a fun time. So go check So go join the bloodline entertainment network, Facebook group. Um, again, we went through everything. Now, you know, we have audio. You can find all of the audio on whatever platform that you use to listen to all of that audio. You can watch on every single major uh, video platform. Also that you've been watching us do it. So, Thank you on that. And stay up late with us now. The, the If you haven't watched the gaming with the Bloodline, it's actually really fun. I've actually stayed a couple times to check that out. So uh, JD and Devin are killing it there. I don't even know if some of the games are playing, but it's fun to watch them do so. so 
make sure you stick around late night on Twitch for the Bloodline Entertainment Network there. Also, and then we will... Oh! Since I, I don't know if they'll be... But anyways, top 200 will be coming out. It's done. So, hot off the press. Fantasy football top 200 redraft rankings is complete. Um, so, that'll help your holy grail of as, as mock draft season kicks off and begins. Um, so, hopefully you enjoy that. And then we will see you next Monday night for Roto Slappers Fantasy Baseball. And I'm sure you'll find out how to listen to the, the Extra Innings podcast when that news becomes available. We just broke the other one. But Blake, thank you, sir. We'll see you guys uh we'll see you guys next time. I've got something for you.